Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, this is Raul Sanieli. I am just wanting to leave my best warm wishes to Andrew, the Hinkley Gooner, on his birthday. I um, didn't buy you a present uh, because I lost my job and uh, I didn't uh, make much money while I was with Arsenal. I had a plan. I had a very good plan. Hello everyone and welcome to From Dole Square to Where, the birthday issue. I'm the birthday boy! Yay! How exciting this is at our age to have birthdays all the time. Oh yes, I stopped counting them at a certain age. So as you can see, I'm joined by a special guest today and that's Chappers. How are you Chappers? I'm all good man. Happy birthday to you. Chin Chin. How are you? Chin Chin. Thank you very much. I love you. Sorry, 27 years old, is that correct? That's right, absolutely. Yes, that's excellent, right. excellent. So younger than Loving your glasses. Uh, thanks very much, man. I just um, I usually only wear these if I'm uh, bollocking some rookie Maverick cops or um, yeah. a, a, a 70s uh, pornographic movie. But um, I thought, as it was your birthday, that I would, you know, I'd, I'd bring them out tonight. And um, you know, it's it's all I can see is the reflection actually, but um, I'm quite digging it. That's what I'm doing. Well, you definitely look like you could be in like a, a sabotage video from the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess when I bought them, that was the look I was trying to rock. Actually. I did have this, um, like it. I did have this rather sort of, sort of fetching crushed velvet number that I used to sort of wear with it, but uh, that oh, has cool. since fallen, fallen by the wayside, unfortunately. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, actually, I could see that with like a, a lime green shirt and a brown suede suit or velvet suit, like you say. Bell well, it was, in fact, the suit, well, the, the suit jacket was actually green. It was a, 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 a sort of 
or like a Lincoln, a Lincoln cream, I suppose. But uh, oh, I, I, I don't know about you, but I, I thought it looked very fetching, you know. Definitely. Well, I used to um, have a Ford Capri back in the day, and it had what obviously really long bonnets on Capris, as you know, and uh, perfect yeah, yeah. sliding across. Oh well, I'm sure you became very adept. Um, uh, did you did you ever actually sort of manage to? Um, do you ever actually use the doors, or did you go into the windows? Well, sort of I was uh, <laughs> I was considering welding the doors shut and just using the windows, but uh, <laughs> oh, why not? It, yeah, it's a little bit problematic. Um, I thought so. No, I did actually use the door in the end, uh, just for the MOT more than anything. I think. Hello, Winston. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, honestly, it's health and safety gone mad. I know. It's so boring having to uh, conform to modern society in lots of ways, unfortunately. Um, but there you go. A stupid government make you have to pass these annual car inspections. Anyway. But yeah, tonight... Oh, I would have that Tonight, um, as I mentioned, I don't know if anyone saw the the sort of ad i put up on face on facebook twitter um about this evening's show we've got nothing planned we're just gonna have a good old chin wag aren't we uh, chappers yes indeed man why and not it, why not, not fact, only I was actually... my, sorry i was gonna say not only is it my birthday as well it's an also another very special day because was guests i suppose the, the two of us have got an announcement for everyone as well oh yeah right we're having a baby. Uh, no, actually, it's not that at all. Chaffers, you know, it's going to be the show's sort of permanent co-host, which is great news, isn't it, Chaffers? Yeah, man, I'm absolutely stoked for it. I'm really excited to get my teeth into it. And, uh, yeah, and, and yeah, basically, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Chew the fat with, exactly. uh, with various, various panel members about all things Arsenal and maybe all things not Arsenal as well. Who knows? Who knows? I, I, yeah, I, exactly. Who knows where the future lies? But um, we are clearly all uh, part of the Guna family, and that's what we uh, chat about mostly on the show. But uh, we wrong? You know, I, I, I am overall a football fan as well, so I will be uh, more than happy to actually have fans of other clubs on further down the line as well, which will be quite interesting. Winston, he says the professionals had a Capri. Oh, I love the professionals. But you know what? I, uh, I like the um, Minder as well, Winston. He used to watch Minder when they, at the beginning on the on title sequence, they sort of leant over and shook hands over the, the body of the white Capri, which is one like I used to have. Uh, yeah. Did they, did they not remake that in recent years, Minder? I do believe they, they didn't they... Uh... It there wasn't was... recent years, but it was a long time ago. They had that new Terry McCann character, didn't they? Um, That's right. Was he? he I mean, he was crap. Yeah, it finished after after uh, Dennis Waterman left. Yeah, I mean, they've done a few of those things, haven't they? I mean, with the, the, the didn't they do something with porridge? Re fairly recent-ish, few years ago as well. Whether I don't know. Grandson or something or. TV since December 2017, apart from football matches. That's that's maybe the way to go, man. There's so much. I mean, I've absolutely, I don't know about you, mate, but mm. I've absolutely sworn off the news. I can't bear it any longer. It's just too much. I haven't listened to the news for 
on you know a radio for months or anything like i haven't had the, the radio on for months i haven't had the tv on like i said apart from when football's on so i just can't yeah i don't want to know i don't want to know. <laughs> you know i don't want to know about oh, all yeah. the stuff it does my, i've blocked all the words on twitter i've blocked things all the all political stuff i've blocked yeah. uh, today i blocked trump and biden and election uh, all, i've had brexit blocked for years um and right. all of the p uh, the, the mp's names uh everything like that i don't want to know they're all i mean i could go on for hours on a podcast alone <laughs> about uh politics to be perfectly honest but i just think they're all the same it doesn't matter what party they say they stand for they're all the same and just out for themselves so what will be will be is my motto in life i think well yeah i think as we as our years advance mate we need to get a bit more out of them don't we you know what i mean and mm. <laughs> uh like i say it's it's it is uh for me i, I mean look if i want to know where if i want to know what the news is then I will. I can seek it, seek it out, and find it. There's the internet now. So, uh, but I think if you get for me anyway, if you get a con, if I'm getting a constant stream of it, it just oh, just starts to weigh on you after a while. Or well, certainly for, for me anyway, just sort of you know tap tap taps in there, and and you find yourself just kind of being anxious about this or that, or you know, and um, exactly yeah. again, again, like I say, as our years advance, mate, I think it's it's. I really want to, to to get the best out of it, and I think spending my time thinking about that all the time is is possibly um, yeah time wasted really when you could be having like you say it's, it's unnecessary anxiety that you can bring upon yourself, and the, if it's one thing you can do without at the moment, it's that in your life. Um, so yeah. Let's just uh, move on from politics. But what I want will say, anyone watching now live. Uh, because this is like a completely off-the-cuff show that we're doing tonight, we're just going to see where the conversation takes us. And if there's anything that you just pops into your head that you'd like us to talk about or you'd like to sort of be involved in the conversation about, just stick a note, stick a comment in the box. Oh, yeah, and we can pick, pick comments up as we're sort of rambling on this evening. Um, but Winston's put... Um, uh, said so yeah, the about the professionals and Arthur Daly. I love Arthur Daly. Uh, they did Rock and Chips, a spin off from Only Fools and Horses. That's no, right. I remember that. Oh, I, re I remember that. When they were little, when they were young, weren't they? It was, that was, not, it was not too bad. If I remember, it was, it was no, it was all right. I, I comedically, it was, it was in a different, it was in a very sort of different place. Um, you know, I mean, there was humor in it, but I think it was that it, there was, it was more kind of uh, sort of 60s or something, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's when Del Boy was a kid. I think yeah. I, mean, I don't think Rodney was in it as a kid. It was just Del Boy and his parents. I, rem I seem to remember. Yeah, yeah. and um, a few of the other characters that he was mates with. Um, yeah. oh, what's his name? Uh, Mickey. Mickey Pierce. Yeah. yeah, and stuff, people like that. It weren't too bad. Well, I think it was set in the sixties or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, would have been. Would have been. And of course, um, Nicholas Lindhurst was in it, wasn't he? Because he played Freddy the Frog, who is. Obviously, uh, oh, yes, that's right. Dad, Rodney's dad, that's right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. That was, I thought it was going to be horrendous, but yeah, it wasn't too bad. But yeah, I've, I've, of, I've, I've, sorry, go on, mate. I was just going to say, talking oh. of um, 80s uh, TV series, actually, uh, uh, 
I just wanted to kind of comment on. I'm just I'm doing a bit of landscape at the moment for for a, for a guy um, who I can only say uh, he, he really looks like he should belong in uh, an episode of Bergerac. Like he, <laughs> he, his hair, his hair is just like. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not going to slag his barnet off because it's not a bad barnet, but it, it's it's certainly uh, a, an anachronistic barnet, shall we say? You know, it's, it's a long, <laughs> I know you're time, into your barnets. <laughs> you know, you know me. It's, it's a minor obsession of mine, um, and um, you, you know, there's not a day goes by. To be fair, <laughs> here he is. How are you doing? Birthday boy and Sean Penn. <laughs> Tony He's gone with it, yeah. I haven't got the Sean Penns on tonight, actually, Tony. Um, uh, I, I, I think I, I, I put um quite recently that I broke them, but um, my flatmate after after a, a big big struggle actually managed to get them back together again. So they only come out on very very special occasions now. Usually when oh. I want to pass myself off as Sean Penn, it's not worked yet. But you know, there's always a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You mm. never know. I, I've still guys now. Jason Statham, I think I'm probably closest to, you know, with my ball, my shaved head and my beard. Oh, but, yes. Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to say, I was I, gonna say I, something. I, I think more than anything, Andrew, it's your hard man image that, that is the thing that, um, you know, that, that's the thing that really carries that Jason Statham comparison, I think. Well, exactly. You only get to know me. Yeah, you'll see that I'm probably about as hard as a blancmange. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's easy. It's, it's good to have the tattoos and the sort of the bit, slightly bigger build and the bald head because it does get you out of a bit of trouble. I can imagine. That, it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I, I I do want to quickly touch on a couple. Let's touch on a couple of things. Um, sure thing, yeah. Arsenal, yeah. because of the. Uh, I just think it's. Um, I, I really restrained myself from going on Twitter for quite, you know, for a couple of days after the um, Liverpool game because I, I just didn't want to see the Twitter meltdown. And uh, oh. I mean, Liverpool are one of the best sides in, if, well, in the world, let alone Europe at the moment. In fact, they're reigning club world champions, um, and it just seems so stupid when considering the fact that we could all, we could have actually probably quite quite conceivably got a a draw out the game, if not a win, because yeah, they should yeah, have yeah. been down should have been down to ten men after after a couple of minutes, shouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, you know, we we cut them open quite a few times in the second half, and um, could have got something yeah, yeah. much better out the game. And considering the players we've got on the field compared to what they had on the field, and considering the fact that that team's been together for about four years, when we've been together far less time under our set, so I think we. Uh, gave a fairly good account of ourselves and one last thing I'll quickly point out as well is that um, people are making too much as well about the way we're setting up and we're quite defensive we're not having many shots and you know uh, yeah. so on but uh, he's getting the best out of the players that we've got we, we, he can't play the football that he wants to play with the squad of players that we've given him at the moment so it's not going to be like this forever you know he, he's just getting good results and it's the first defeat we've had in what? I think we had nine wins on the trot. Um, so we're I not think, doing too bad. And I think the overreaction was a bit stupid. I think the I think you know the word that keeps crop, cropping up, isn't it? Is is limitations, you know? Um, and you know we're all aware that we need to change the squad. We're all aware that you know that that there are two, certainly two very very 
kind of big and, and white touted names that we're trying to get hold of to kind of uh, bolster our midfield a little bit. Um, but you know, th th that's that's it. I mean, and, and as far as I mean, it's not just the players' limitations either. It's it's you know, it's the limitations of the system that he's using at the moment. And you know, I, that system's going to evolve. Of course, it is. Um, but at, at the moment, you know, he he, I think it is testament really to his coaching in the fact that he is you know getting the best out of each and every one of those players. They all want to play for him. They all buy into the ethos and to the system. And they, you know, they've, um, and they've, uh, they've moved with it. And it's, and it's, and it's, you know, it's, re they're reaping the rewards and uh, they're, they're, they're getting results, you know, and okay. So we lost to Liverpool. They are, they were relentless the entire game. Um, and even though we, you know, we did give them uh certainly gave them a bit more of a, a fight in the second half. You know, uh, when they play like, they were fucking up for it last. Uh, was it last time? They played, yeah, uh, I mean... They were fucking up for it, weren't they, you know? They were. They played brilliantly. There, and you could see by uh, the after-match comments from the, all the people on the Liverpool side of the equation were so happy with their performance. And, you know, they put in a great performance. And... Um, what, a few more comments here coming in. The Arsenal Luchador. Okay. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Stan, the man, anyway. Um, but I'm not sure. Or probably think. I'm sure it is, anyway. Um, Tony Turner says he doesn't have a doppelganger. So, yes, I'm fortunate for that, Tony. I'm, I'm sure you have somewhere along the line. I think if we started to buy us, we would at least got a point, potentially. Um, yeah, he's calling. I mean, from all the way from Tijuana. Uh, it's funny that the Arsenal luchador actually knows who Dave Lee Travis is, you know. But so. he's very big over there. He's very big in Mexico, mate. Well, um, yeah, it's like it's like Norman Wisdom being massive in Albania. Terry Cornflecko. That's I think they call it <laughs> over, over there. But uh, uh, it, yeah, well, um, all I can say is um, I don't know. Actually, like I've, I've got I've got some pretty a, a pretty. I've got some recollection of, of Dave Lee Travis kind of having some not particularly. Um, it's like a, it's like an even fatter Dicky Davis who used to do. Well, I know who he was, but I'm I'm, cert I'm I'm certainly didn't he have some a little bit of trouble recently? Some uh, some allegations. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't. Um, know. It's probably yeah. Operation. I don't know whether it was maybe Operation Utrecht or something it, it like that. I don't allegedly, I don't know. I'm making it up, but it might have been. I th I've got. I, I think, to be honest with you, I think he he was there were he, there were some accusations which I think were deemed to be untrue. But uh, um, DLT, I mean, I I do remember him uh, of a morning on Radio One. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Um, Tony says I don't like how AMM was playing. More of a left back than a left wing back. The first half, we looked better when we changed tactics. Well, I've got a theory on this. Um, Tony as well, and, and it's cropped up a few times in, the, in conversation over the last few weeks and maybe months about the type of coach that Arteta is, and people sort of instantly assumed that he was going to be, you know, a, a mini Guardiola, having worked under him for so long. And I um, had thought, you know, quite a while ago, quite early into his tenure, that 
he's he's got a bit of a mix of all the coaches that you know he's worked under, but he's also like a mixture between um, you know a, a Guardiola, a Wenger, but also more on the, the George Graham side of things as well. Very tactically astute. And the way I saw him set up for the Liverpool game was like the way George Graham set up for the Anfield game in 89 um, to completely contain them in the first half mm. and then score late, you know, in the second half, later on in the second half and get them panicking a little bit and then score towards the end of the game. I thought it's, it worked out a little a little bit similarly to that in the way that we were trying to restrict them in how they played. Um, but it didn't quite work, obviously, because Liverpool are a fantastic team. But we weren't that far off, you know, coming out there with something. So I don't know what you, th- what you think about that, but I, th- I really thought that he set the team up in a similar way to, to George Graham did in 89, because he went to three at, back, three at the back for that game, if you remember. And we were trying to restrict them. I, I, th- I mean, I think, I think you know, he's going into that game knowing that Liverpool, uh, you know, after certainly after the Charity Shield, knowing that they're going to be they're going to be up for it, you know, and and Mane uh, absolutely demonstrated that within the first thirty seconds, and then then in the second minute by you know, I think committing two fouls, which you know, mm. um, <laughs> and. Could very much have been a red card. Uh, I was, I mean, I must admit, at the time, I thought to myself, maybe not, maybe not. But um, having rewatched it a few times, that's, I mean, this is just a fucking elbow, and it's an elbow in the face, isn't it? Yeah. I, I just, I just think it looked to me, it looked obvious from the the, the first moment. You yeah. know, you saw it in real time. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, anyway, I, I think uh, Arteta knew that they were going to be up for it, and. Uh, he went in there fairly conservatively. Uh, you know, it was, it was. I suppose it was was quite a surprise to see El Nenny in in the starting lineup. But you can also see kind of why why he put him there. And actually, El Nenny he did what El Nenny does quite well. But um, unfortunately, he doesn't offer that kind of dynamism which you require when you're playing the team against uh, playing against a team like Liverpool. You know, and and uh, Ultimately, I think in the first half, anyway, that we we were just not at the races with that. We we didn't have any opportunity to kind of settle on the ball, sit on the ball, um, because their press was so high and so frantic and fast at us. Um, so I mean, I can see why he set up the way that he did, but um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a bit of a risk taker and and. I would probably have set up. It's easy to say in Sinai. I was surprised not to see Saka in there. To be honest, I thought that maybe he could have offered something. Um, mm. uh, but, I'm hoping we see um, him tomorrow. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're going to see. We're going to see quite a, quite a few faces tomorrow, aren't we? Um, I hope so. Yeah. That's Sheffield uh, United's a game that we really, really, really do have to win. Um, uh, and I, you know, I get a funny, I, I get a feeling that tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's match will be pretty much uh, a, a very similar vibe to last last year's, and hopefully we'll. I hope, we'll win I hope so. I, 
I think we'll just go toe to toe tomorrow. Um, like you said, like hopefully might be another a similar sort of scoreline, but uh, not so many in our end. But <laughs> I feel it's going to be that type of game, though. I think it's going yeah. to be a really open, you know, a, quite an attacking game from both sides tomorrow. Uh, completely oh, different not? to what it was. Yeah, because I mean, when you use younger players, which I'm sure we will do tomorrow, um, they're by nature, I think, they're going to be out to impress and um, going to have less fear, less worry about making mistakes and just go for it. And hopefully it'll be the same on both sides and we can nick a win tomorrow. Because um, I'm sure Artessa wants to win every cup he goes into. He's that type yeah. of uh, elite mentality. I, I never want Arsenal to lose a single game. Um, if we can help it. So, yeah, fingers crossed we'll have a good high-scoring match tomorrow. So, whilst we're on that, then, um, mm. uh, or, or do you want to discuss Do you want to discuss the forthcoming match in a, in a bit and just kind of carry on? Yeah, carry on. There's, no, there's no rules as fast as loose <laughs> today. <laughs> the only rules are, there are no rules. <laughs> 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 now, what, now, somebody in the comments will know what 80s film that is from. Um I actually can't remember at this point. Do it again. So really, really nice if somebody could could uh, could uh, uh, do it again. Me. Sorry. Well, do it again. I missed it. It says, uh, "I I think it, I think it's something like the rules are there ain't no rules." Yeah, I it might be blocking. Uh, oh, no, no, maybe not. No. I know it from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. Help us out in the comments, guys, because I've not got a clue. Mm. Um, it might come to me when probably. Uh, I don't know, one twenty-two tomorrow afternoon or something like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah I, mean, I, had, I had some weird fact from Greece 2, the film Greece 2 that I haven't thought about in about 20 years. I had some weird fact about that pop into my head about three days ago. I was like, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> that happens to me, you know. It's really, really, really strange. And I have... Um, premonitions about things that that happened very very shortly after yeah so or i think about someone you know if I, that was on the telly when i was uh, a kid or a teenager and I'd never heard of since and then i'll have a, i'll have a thought about them and then they, they come up in the news somehow the next day or two it's really yeah. really strange i love that i, I don't I love know that. i've you know, when lots of uh, the bands, like these, um, you know, 90s bands started getting back together and touring again and recording again um, over the last few years, you know, I, I've, I've sort of had thoughts about that and actually talked to people about it before it actually happened and before it was even announced. It's really yeah, strange. Yeah. I don't know. I must have some kind of gift. On that point, actually... Oh, you are gifted beyond beyond compare, my friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I won't disagree, but carry on. <laughs> no, I'm joking. On, on, that, on that note, um, this is so. Here's the thing: this pop literally popped up as I was coming up the stairs. It was it was Greece. Yes. Yeah. So what Winston saying? Oh, hello. That's a bit strange. I I, I didn't actually foresee that happening. So that's a bit odd. We're back. Yeah, I've got you back. You're in the darkness. Oh, there you are. Here you are. Back. Guess I'm back. Can. Yeah, yes, you are. back. 
Sorry about that. Um, yes, the rules are. There ain't no rules. Thank you, nine, uh, thank you, 95 Winston. That's right. After they, just before Ooh. they had the drag race, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Thunder Road. Excellent. So, um, yeah. so yes, uh, on the subject of 90s, 90s bands, literally just coming up the stairs earlier, I had the thought and I thought, I've got to ask Andrew this. Um, who, who wins uh, in a fight out of the Manic Street Preachers and the Stereophonics. Oh, they're both a bit. Because obviously, mm. well. because <laughs> uh, I've got some theories about this. <laughs> if, mind you, I think uh, even before Richie went missing, I think I don't think he. I wouldn't put him down as uh, sort of a pretty hard nut either. I don't think any. Hmm. I would say probably Kelly is a bit, bit, bit potentially a bit harder than James Dean Bradfield. Uh, potentially, yeah. I would say stereophonics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a fair comment. I mean, that I, I that I would say is probably a logical conclusion i think to who would i can't see any of them being a good yeah pretty hard pretty handy with their fists i think yeah no I, I think that they you know they i think the stereophonics are more likely to have played rugby in their youth than the manic street preachers right yeah but yeah i maintain i maintain that nicky wire could have all of them on his own because he's mad he's he's <laughs> a bit gangly a bit sort of He's very, he's a big lad. He's a very big, he's a very tall, but he's, he's your wild card right there. I've seen him a few times, you know. Nicky yeah. Warrior, man, he's, a, he's unstoppable. I have. Yeah. I've seen him a few times, yeah. yeah. But do you not think that Nicky well, Warrior... Do you know where, do, where, where do you think where the name of my podcast is a, is a parody of? Oh, of course, yeah, of course, absolutely. I mean, exactly. one, one of my favourite manic songs, that one, you know. It's and mine, yeah, that's where it came from. Yeah. From dark, from despair to where. Mm -hmm. Great tune. But I, I, what we can do is ask Bernard Butler when he comes back on in a week or two. He's coming <laughs> yeah. back on very shortly. Yes. Yeah, man. We'll get his opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know. Legend. We're, we're here for the really hot takes, aren't we, you know? Exactly, right. but yeah, no, I know I, I texted him earlier, and uh, he's going to come on in the next couple. In going to give me a date in the next couple of weeks, so that's be oh, good. Really? That's brilliant, man. I did. Uh, yeah. yeah, I watched. I watched, did watch the last one with uh, with Bernard. Actually, that was uh, Meza Island. Was it Meza Island? This was the last one. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, it was. And um, yeah, we had uh, Francis Leach was on it as well. And who was the other one? Um, uh Tayo Papula Tayo. from Yes. Brilliant. Absolutely great show. What a show yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of my favourites. Uh, definitely that was. Um who is the hardest band you reckon from the nineties? Um the hardest band. Oh, oh, um well, let, let's narrow it down a little bit to the hardest Brit pop band. Oh, uh, well I mean, like I suppose so, I you see. A lot of people would say Oasis, but I think mm. they're all kind of mouth, though, aren't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they're all I mouth. Think so. I, I think when it came down to it, um, I, I mean... Uh, oh. I reckon um, Jarvis Cocker could have Liam Gallagher. 
I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah, with those winkle, I, I reckon he, coming up, being brought up in Sheffield and with those winkle pickers on, he must have been bullied to within an inch of his life when he was a kid. True. I reckon he could handle himself, and I don't think he'd fight in normal ways. But I reckon right. he would do anything to, you know, to, uh, play dirty and bite and kick, yeah. and kick you, just kick you straight in the balls before yeah. you have a chance to do anything yeah. with the winkle pickers on. Yeah, the most dangerous weapon is your brain. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and he's a smart guy. Yeah, I reckon he could handle himself. He, he's. I reckon he's more from the streets than either of the Gallagher brothers put together. I will say, I've seen Graham Coxon getting thrown out of a pub before, and he's put up one hell of a fight. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I like, I like Graham Cox. I love that. I was always more... I like I love both Blur and Oasis. Yeah. And I don't think you have to choose which one. But I I was always slightly, you know, on the Blur side personally. Same I same. saw them at Milton King's Bowl once and that was it was they were supporting REM. Oh right. And uh, that was a brilliant gig that was. Uh, and I saw I used to go to a club in London called uh, the Borderline, which is on Charing oh, Cross yeah. Road. Good. Yeah, a good great venue. Oh, so good. And I was there pretty much every weekend. And I saw Blur there. Where, uh, literally, I know people say this, but they, before they were famous, really, I'd heard of yeah. them a little bit. Um, I think Leisure was just about, it hadn't, come, hadn't been released yet. Uh, he's gone again. But um, I saw Blur um, in front of about, hang on. I'm coming. And you're back again. Yeah, I saw Blur in front of about a hundred people. I think it is. It was great. Oh, wow. was just, before Leisure was Leisure was actually released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah. Also, I, 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 my cousin, who was my best mate at the time, he um went to Manchester University for several years and I spent a lot of weekends up in Manchester as well in the 90s, which was, as you can imagine, really good. And yeah. uh, so I bumped into, we walked down the road on the way to a pub or gig or something, and um, out of this sort of door, sort of like a metal door on the back of this building, out of nowhere, staggers like Bobby Gillespie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's oh, so so surreal and uh ended up we said oh it's literally i just I, I can't believe my reaction i was really cool actually i don't know what was on at the time but i just looked at him and i said all right bobby and he looked at me and went, you're all right boys you know and we had we ended up chatting to him for probably 10 15 minutes and uh i don't think there's many better front men in uh yeah in any genre of any kind of music he's such a good front man bobby gillespie i've seen i've i've seen bobby gillespie in a in a in a very um different situation actually uh, uh many many moons ago uh, so it was the year that the stone roses were supposed to play glastonbury and that's the one i went to i so went to that one and pulp yeah. took their place yeah that's right so they didn't they didn't play glastonbury that year but because John Squire broke his hand, but what they uh, what they he did fell do, off his BMX. He fell yeah. off his BMX <laughs> and broke his collarbone. Yeah, right, he did, he did. And um, so 
but they did play the Pilton Party, which is like a thing that that Michael Evis holds at the uh, at the sort of end of August to kind of say thank you to the village, and he always gets a good band to play. And the Stone, nobody knew that Stone Roses were going to play, but the Stone Roses fucking played at the Pilton Party, like you know, we, you know, fairly. I mean, I guess a few people must have known because it was more more busy than usual, but. Um, there were some people in front of us kind of making a, a bit of noise and they were clearly like uh, inebriated somewhere along the line. I don't know what they'd ingested, but uh, um, and there was this skinny guy, this skinny guy. And there was a there was a quality every now and again. He would there was a quality street rapper on the uh, on the floor or something like that, like a sweet rapper. And he just kept grabbing this magazine and whacking, whacking this, this, this sweet rapper. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And he did it about two or three times. And somebody went, that's Bobby yeah. Gillespie. And I'm like, fucking hell, it is. And he did, he did this like, like and one of his mates, what are you doing? And he went, fucking fire, I'm trying to put his fucking fire in it. <laughs> this red, I thought this red coin was was a fire. He was out of. I think he was out of his uh, out of his box been, for most I of the nineties. May have been on some sort of hallucinogenic. I I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh yeah, well I never psychedelic psychoactive drug. Well, it, it certainly put pay to. Uh, uh, any chance I had of uh, doing anything with my life in the nineties? I think, <laughs> but anyway, I I, I reckon because I've lost a lot of my hearing from the nineties because I, I'm always asking people, sorry, well, eh, eh, yeah, um, and it's uh, because of all the gigs I went to. I'm, I, I I can guarantee it, and I can almost pinpoint uh, most of my damage came from that Glastonbury you mentioned. Yeah, uh, it my hearing wise, and it, I was because I was always at the very front of all the all the gigs and uh i had really sharp elbows and i just got right to the front in front oasis uh liam like less than 10 foot away from me at the edge of the stage same with everyone else and the, the worst well not the worst one it's great gig but i was uh right at the front for cypress hill oh and yeah nice. this the speakers on the side of the stage were as big as like a normal semi-detached house and I was right in front of one of the speakers, and when it, honestly, I've never known anything like it. The vibrations of these speakers were making me just literally vibrate and move around on the floor like, like this. And, when <laughs> and as it was like, there was a proper big, old, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it was all, it was altering my heartbeat. You know, it was, it was mental. You know, it's um. And my heart bass, was actually beating to the because of the way how loud it was, and I reckon, I, I, well, I remember I couldn't hear properly for uh, two or three days after the after Glastonbury had finished, and I, I reckon I got my you know a lot of ear damage uh, around that sort of time in my life because I never went well, I never went a month without seeing probably at least two gigs I'd say a month. I yeah, just yeah. I just love. And I, you know, I love it, and I still do. And um, had quite, we had a a couple booked up for this year that has had to be cancelled. And uh, always, you oh, know, man, still yeah. go to. I still love, still love going to gigs. And 
gig, uh, music is probably just as much of my life as uh, as football in lots of ways. But um, yeah, I miss it as well. Miss doing, miss going out to see live music. Hello, can it? Hello. Hi. Yes. That's all right. That's okay. That's fine. Um, no, I was just um, doing a weird thing, and I got a weird sort of feedbacky thing. Okay. No, no, we're all good. We're all good. I, I went um, to see uh, the prodigy just before Keith Flint died. Oh, did really you? Really sad. About oh. a month. About a month before he died, I saw them in Nottingham. Oh, yeah, it's uh, how it's heartbreaking. I, I, I still I, can't quite believe it. It's, I, and we'll, we, we we spoke just before we came on air, didn't we, about um, having a discussion surrounding something that's sort of close to my heart, and I know it's sort of close to your heart as well. Mm-hmm. And that really brings it home when you talk about Keith Flint. And the thing I'm talking about, of course, is like, you know, mental health and uh, how dangerous it can be. And I think we've... Well, what I mentioned to you uh, is that we should do a, a, a specific show around that because yeah, I've got, well, I know that I've got, you know, um, a lot to, to say on the subject. I've been suffering quite badly um, for many years now, but it, it's been, I mean, I've suffered, I'm not going to go into it all, so, but this is just a bit of a a feeder into the show that we'll, we can do separately. Um, yeah. But I've suffered for about sort of 16 years now uh, with mental health um, problems. And um, all I can say is that it's like I'm not, I've never been, luckily, touch wood, a, you know, an alcoholic or anything like that. But they say once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic and you're always in recovery. And I think the way I feel at the moment because of the, the length of time I've, I've been suffering with mental, my mental health issues, it's, it's – um, quite similar in the fact that it's just like it's just up and down it has been all the time but um probably the last three or four months or so it's been you know at its height at its worst so it's something i'd like to sort of take a bit more deeper dive into because uh yeah i um, you know the whole situation things are going around at the moment um in the world um let alone my life but my life is uh yeah it's uh not in a, not in a great place at the moment i mean i think it would help me to open up a bit more and talk to to you guys about it and um hopefully you know some people might be able to learn a little bit um out of it as well and if i can you know help one person then i think it's worth doing so I agree. We man. should definitely get that booked in in the next few days if we can. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. I think, you know, it's it's a really important thing, and uh, and the thing is, like, obviously, we are, we, you know, we come from, I think, well, first of all, like uh, you and I are are of a similar age, and we come from uh, a, a culture that that really was not amazing at discussing their feelings i mean i you know i mentioned to you earlier that, that like my dad 77 years old just been diagnosed with depression uh and like that was a massive massive shock massive surprise to me as well you know and, and like um uh yeah like i think as well just with uh with with the whole like football uh, with football culture you know there is that kind of that stigma of 
of of uh, kind of you know the lads and we're a man. And I'm a man. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I don't want to. I, oh, I don't want to bother anyone. Or do you know what I mean? I, I mean, Richie, stiff up lip. Yeah, I mean, there's so so many stigmas involved within that and within football culture as well that I think uh, and and I think that that it is. You know, time for 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 a bit of a change in the way that we look at these things, and and, and the way that I mean, you know, uh, a really really prime example of that actually is uh, when you look at it's nearly it was pretty much a year ago actually, wasn't it, with Granite Xhaka? Um, mm. uh, so this, I mean, all right, the guy wasn't playing very well, um, and he was kind of basically made a scapegoat for um, for Unai Emery's uh, managerial. Uh, ineptitude, if you want to call it that, um, and you know he ended up having like threat, death threats against his family. And, like, I mean, I yeah. I don't care who you are, I don't care how much money you earn. Like that kind of shit is gonna that is gonna affect you up there. And when it when it comes down to it, I mean, football's not Definitely. just about athleticism and about physicality, but it's also about uh, you know it's about focus and about being clear in your head and. So glad you said that because so many people are very, very quick to jump on people as soon as they are not playing like Prime Ronaldo on the pitch. And the person I feel sorry for at the moment is, um, and I've got no background knowledge on this at all. And I'm not suggesting that this guy is suffering with what we're talking about, but we don't know. And the, the, People are going on Pepe's back a lot lately, and um, mm-hmm. it's it's so easy to just to say, "Oh, just just not performing. It's just it's just out of form. It's just can't, or he's not he can't play in the Premier League. He's not up to this, not up to that." Blah blah blah. And we don't step back to think about these people as as human beings, and that they can be suffering with just the same panic attacks and anxiety look tony turner's put a um a message on there i i know how it goes because with this horrible anxiety and um, panic attacks yeah and winston 912 winston says no one is immune from that and it'd be a good topic to cover because i really appreciate that feedback you guys but we don't know whether pepe could be suffering quite badly with that and it's it's yeah. stopping him from settling into the uk and we just don't know do we so i think we just need yeah, to remember know. that no matter what you earn no matter what you do no matter where you are in life where yeah, you live who you are you know? you know what your sexuality is what's the color of your skin and blah 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 we can all suffer from this horrible affliction and it's one of the worst. Uh, one of the worst things you suffer of suffer from, in my opinion, because it it's debilitating in so many ways. And yeah, I uh, yeah, it's more than more than ever at the moment with this COVID situation and being locked up and not being able to live your life normally. Like we were hoping to get together at the weekend, weren't we? And you know, we were unsure about whether we can because of the COVID the situation yeah. and the restrictions and so on. Uh-huh. And what that's it's just so bad. And you know, that sort of thing is gonna be happening to millions of people up and down the country. There's gonna be 
hundreds of thousands of uh, elderly people that are all on their own at the moment because they can't get their family to come and visit them and stuff. And in this day and age, it's more important than ever, I think, to remember that this this is a situation and, uh, and be mindful of the fact that people could be suffering in silence and they don't want to say anything. And I just think it's so important to check up on people and be a friend to people, even if you don't know whether they're, what they're feeling at the moment, because they're too, they want to come open up to you. And just if you haven't spoken to someone for quite a long time, just pick up the phone and give them a call or, or send them a text, in fact, because I know that it's difficult sometimes. And I know I personally feel like this, that I when I'm in, in a particular moment i don't want to talk on the phone i i, don't, I just don't want to do it and uh you know i prefer to text and i'd be quite happy to open up on text so just do that to one of your friends that you haven't spoken to for a long time and uh, just make sure they're all right and think that's just very very important and um you know i think because you, you can't always tell what's going on behind someone's uh closed eyelids and you, you know you never know I, you never I, know I think it's important and so I, I, what I said before, anyway, and I, I want to let's, let's end it there and move on to something else because I want to make this a topic that we can have a whole show on, and we'll do it very soon, as soon as we can. We'll have a chat when this show's finished and see if we can get our, our diaries together. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think that's an important uh, subject, and it's something I want to talk a lot more about. But so moving on, moving on. You had a you had a little bit of a an idea for the, the show before I did, I did have a bit yeah, of an idea for the show you know the old topic of the a very famous it's something that people have been doing for ages and if you because it's my birthday and we'll just do like a you know a, a, a fantasy arsenal birthday party and who will be your guests etc let's have a let's have a go around that let's, let's say I've, I've actually I've got a few Six. things. Go on, you, I'll leave it over to you. Go on. Okay, go on. Well, well, I was gonna, okay, so here we go. So I think, uh, right, we could go with current squad or we could mm. go with whoever, any Arsenal player or, or affiliate of Arsenal that you wanted. It's up to you. Yeah, I'll, you I'll say that. I'll say anyone from here. Arsenal affiliate, okay, okay. So, Andrew, it's your birthday. Happy mm. birthday, mate. Happy Arsenal birthday. And I've thrown for you a special Arsenal birthday party. Okay. So um, everybody that you want to be there will be there. Okay. But um, what I've done is I've got together a few little categories. Um, So I just want you to tell me who you think um, fits that particular category best. Mm and okay. why they would why they would so you've got your you've got your arsenal party happening right and i'm gonna have to get this agreed winston my computer is so slow so we're gonna go number one with your who's your party dj who's your arsenal party dj and why is that oh it's definitely and um and well there's, there's quite a few famous djs that are arsenal fans yeah funnily enough yeah, um, but I th- the one for me has got to be Tayo, who was on my show yeah. before. 
I just love that that podcast, the Tuesday Club with Alan Davis and uh-huh. and all the rest of the gang. I think it's hilarious. And yeah, I'd love to have a, a good chat uh, with with Tyo. But there's there's what a number of them. Like I said, there's, sorry, go. On. What tunes is he spinning? He is uh, going to be spinning a lot of stuff from what I call my era, from the nineties. I think I'm mean, right. I, I like I like um, is my music taste. I, I've never met anyone that's got such a random music taste as I actually have, and. A lot of people say, oh, I like all sorts of stuff. And then you say, oh, do you like these? Oh, no, I don't like them. Oh, do you like these? I don't like them. But I like, I genuinely, I've, I've got such a, an eclectic music taste. I like things from, um, you know, old school hip hop uh, to yeah. um, pop of and, and indie music and rock music. I even like some real heavy stuff, like a bit of anthrax. Um, there's a couple of Anthrax tracks I like that they did with um, Run DMC. Uh, no, was it NWA? NWA, NWA they did. Uh, <laughs> but I also like Johnny Cash, and I like real, hard, you know, proper house music and dance music from the nineties as well. Getting more uh, right now, mate. So you know, I'll be on the floor. Prodigy. Yeah, no. Prodigy and, you know, um, really weird. Carter, Carter, the Unstoppable Sex oh, Machine. Mate, they were all Look, I've got, got this today. Hang on. <laughs> oh, I've got this arrive on. on the post. The Jim Bob's oh, new vinyl. Nice. <laughs> like, oh, that's amazing. Jim Bob, the lead singer, he's got his, you know, his, um, his own solo stuff. I love, oh, I love Carter, Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine. I love the Charlatans and, and Blur and uh, Pulp and all Wait. that sort of stuff as well. And Sway, exactly. Exactly. With my mate Bernard, yeah. BB. Uh, I went to, when I was younger, I, I was uh, 18, 19. The girl I was with at the time, her dad was um, a massive country music fan. And um, we, when we got together, me and his, his daughter, we would both had our birthdays around the same time. And I was just coming up to my 18th birthday. And um, as it turns out, US Airlines, I think it was, or whatever, started flying from Gatwick to, straight to Nashville. And it, it was a new route. So he treated us for our, both of our 18th birthdays, for him and his wife and me and her. His, um, my girlfriend at the time to go uh, over there to Nashville, Memphis, New Orleans, and re- just generally around sort of that area of uh, the sub- southern parts of the states. And um, absolutely brilliant. Went to Graceland and went to BB King's Blues oh, Bar wow. on Beale Street in Memphis and went to sort of all these cool bars in New Orleans and uh, listen to all the sort of uh, the blues music. Uh, oh, Such it, was, it was immense, you know, yeah. and we, we went to the Grand Old Opry, which is like a famous country music yeah. thing where they have every weekend and you don't know who's going to be on the stage. It could be one of the world's biggest stars or up and coming, you know, uh, 
country stuff, and, and even even parts of like the country music that I heard then, and especially the blues. I love you know. Yeah, I, I really got I really got into John Lee Cook and stuff like that. You know, when I was over there and um, uh, Howling Wolf and you know, yeah, that, Smokestack Lightning and things like oh. that. So, I, my music taste is so weird, so random, so varied. Uh, I think if it's if it's good. It's good. And it doesn't matter what genre it comes from. And, you know, one of my I'm, favorite. I'm with you on that, mate. I'm with you on that. One of my favorite bands at the moment. Well, you right. can't call it a band, but one of my favorites at the moment is a uh, uh, drum and bass because that's one of my. You know, I, I can always listen to drum and bass, and I, and I find that a lot of drum and bass music, which sounds really weird, is really relaxing. And one of the best I have come across, which I, you, you if you haven't heard them, listen to. Um, some of their tracks and it, they're called hybrid minds and they've okay. got a track called wasted right and it was on um recommended to me on spotify and um i listened to that track and i was like oh. and i haven't had that feeling for ages about a song and this track and it, it was just like oh my god that is so good and i listened to it for an hour on on repeat <laughs> I know, you know, you can you click a little button on Spotify, <laughs> and I think because it like the way it sort of it comes in and then goes out at the end, it's perfectly matched, so you can listen to yeah. it on loop. Yeah, and it's uh, I've never felt that motion about a song, just one's tune for years, uh, literally, and uh, so. I, and it's some, it's a drum and bass track, but it's it's very very relaxing. And when you listen to it, you you'll understand what I mean. So yeah, wasted by Hybrid Minds. Well, listen to I that did, as well. Put it on my little list. I've just put it on my list. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, I, I love that sort of music as well, and I love General Levy. Uh, yeah. I went to see him like a year, not last year, the year before. Um, oh, what's that tune? I like Wait, Rebel MC. Oh. <laughs> incredible. Oh, what's the tune? It's you know the one. Incredible. Oh, incredible! Yeah, yeah. featuring MC. What oh, was yeah. his name? It was um, uh, it, oh god, uh, M Beat, M Beat featuring General M -Beat. Levy. Yes, and I good. love uh, you know Rebel MC who actually changed his name to Congo yeah. Natty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, further down the line, and, uh, great. Anyway, yeah, that's the, uh, oh, that's a very potted oh, history of my music sort of uh, about Rebel MC. I don't know if you knew this. He is married to page three girl Maria Whitaker. <laughs> oh, is he? Really? Yeah. I, know, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Moving on then. So we've got Tayo DJing. Tayo Papula. Holy, a holy eclectic mix going on there. So at your Arsenal party, who is serving the drinks? Who's serving the drinks? Uh, I am going to choose who Winston has just said on the uh, chat there, Ray Parler. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> serving the drinks. Yes, because I would want the drinks to be served regularly. Yeah, and I would love to have chats with Ray Parler on regular occasions throughout the evening because have I, find, I think it's hilarious. Um, have you seen his Cobra Bomb video? Uh, I've so seen you, a few of them. Like, I, I, he's always drinking. It might be the one. I'm not sure. Well, you know, like uh, Jaeger bombs with with Red Bull. 
So he's doing, yeah. he's basically out on his patio doing the Jaeger bombs, but instead of Red Bull, it's Cobra. So uh, he's, <laughs> that's, ah. that's his Cobra bombs. But that that would be nice. No, I don't think I have seen that one actually. Wait, but he's always uh, always topless, like he <laughs> looks like he could still play. How on earth, like you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, he clearly knows how to party, that guy. But like, he's in proper shape, isn't he? Definitely, I know yeah. it really is. But yeah, it'd be a right laugh. I'm listening to his audio book at the moment on Audible oh, yeah. as well. Really good. So yeah, definitely Ray Parler. Ray Parler's a good shout. Yeah, I I, I couldn't think of anyone else. Um, all right, so who's the first then? This is this will be an interesting one. Who is the first at your party to start a fight? Who starts start a fight. fight? Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, I could think of I could think of one of recent years, but um, I don't know if <laughs> if that would be the. Uh... Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, I wouldn't want him there. I know who you're thinking of. You're thinking of Gwendozi, aren't you? No, no, no. Uh, oh, weren't I'm you? Thinking, I'm thinking of somebody who sent a couple of people packing recently. Outside his mate's car. Oh, classic! No, I think he's a love. I think he's a lover, not a fighter. If he if he's pushed into a corner, then he won't want to hurt his baby. No, yeah. Uh, no. You don't want to back baby into the corner, but yeah. I reckon. Uh, I don't think he'd be out there to start a fight. He's not like. No, no I, I think you're probably. He seems right. like a bit of a gentle giant to me. I I would say um, it would be someone who got that rat ass that they just back into someone and knock the drink over them and they'll start a fight that way. Yeah. I would say good? someone like, uh, Carnu. <laughs> because it's <laughs> got a size, it's got a size 15 feet yeah. and I reckon he'll be really clumsy. <laughs> and I reckon he'd like, that makes sense. It's going to be busy, isn't it? Yeah. Good evening, Russ. Thanks for joining us. Yes, we're having a fantasy dis uh, birthday party, Russ, if you've just joined us. And um, so far, we've got Tyo Papulo who's going to be the DJ from the Tuesday Club podcast. And we've got Ray Parler serving the drinks. And the first person to cause a fight, which is strange, but I think it would be Carney. Because he'd be clumsy, he's got size 15 feet, he'd get pissed, and <laughs> he would knock someone's drink all over their nice crisp shirt. Or perhaps even, uh, um, um, oh God, yeah, that's who I mean. So perhaps even Kanu and Sonogo collide, because Sonogo yeah. was a little bit like that as well, wasn't he? <laughs> it was a little, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Didn't, certainly didn't have the skill or the finishing of uh, of Carney, but certainly had that kind yeah. of gangly, gawky sort of uh, vibe. Yeah, actually, another one that would oh, another one that would cause a fight. Nicholas Bentner with his with his <laughs> attitude, oh, arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I would punch Nicholas Bentner and start the fight because of the way he is. I punch yeah. him straight in the face, and actually, that's quite yeah. I was, that's the probably the first thing that would happen before Carney. I uh, just the picture in all I've got in the, is the picture in my head of him on on that night out with his sort of trousers halfway down. 
<laughs> oh god yeah with his paddy power pants yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed yes okay so i'll tell you what then let's move on to the next people one. who are watching people who are watching put um your yeah. choices yeah, in the comments as well please join in please join into my birthday party if you agree or disagree exactly yeah and put you put your choices in uh winston was just going to suggest bentner yeah he'll be so can you imagine how pompous and arrogant he'll be after a few drinks oh my god so he's uh, got a book coming out this uh same sort of time as wenger which is in a couple of weeks isn't he as he really fingers books coming out in a couple of weeks yeah can't Ooh, wait i've ordered the oh. signed so, signed have copy got, i've got coming have you got it on pre-order yeah 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 nice have you uh, no, I didn't even know it was coming out. I, I mean, I knew, that, I knew that he was working on a book and it was it was imminent. But Are I you mad? How can you have stayed away from that? How do you, can well, you not know that? All I can, all I can say is is I'm I'm ordering up my copy tomorrow, mate. 100%, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to so get the download as well, the Audible version as well, if it's uh, available on the day. Do you think it'll be read by him? That would be amazing, though. That it? would be amazing. Wow. I'd love to have his dulcet tones in my ear rolls for a few in hours. In his own words, that would be. Mm. That would be oh, Ru oh, yeah. Russ, Mo Russ Morgan's put an Elka would start a fight as well. That's oh, a good shout. Listen. He's, a, he's like too. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be here. Too cool for school, man. No. And his brother. Oh, yeah. Good shout. Good shout, Russ. Right, what's the next category? Next category. Okay, so the next category is the first one to get kicked out of your party. Now, you can kick them out for whatever reason you want to, okay? Uh, you know, they could be being too sleazy. They could be being a bit aggro. It's up to you. you we're like, who's the one that you're going to kick out? You know, who's the one that I actually, all right, you're at the party, but actually I don't really want you here. No, you can get out. Who's, who's that? Um, it would either be... I wouldn't want them to be there in the first place, but if they decided to turn up, it would be Gazidis or Raul or... No, Raul might actually be a bit of a party man, you know. I mean, I know... I know. I hate him, hate him, hate him, hate him, hate him, <laughs> hate him! <laughs> he may well be a little bit of a... Yeah, but I've got a plan. I've got a really good plan. No, Russ has quite rightly pointed out that Bentner loved getting kicked out of nightclubs. Oh, Ozil was a good shout there by <laughs> Carrie Ten uh sorry, I've got my glasses on. Carrie Tannenen. Well done, yeah, good shout, Carrie. And Gwendouzi, yeah. I mean Gwendouzi, I he's the one I mentioned just a few minutes ago when he said about starting a fight and I said I wouldn't want him to be there anyway. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, they, they would have to be out on there, yeah. But the way that they are treating at a club, no, not yeah. good enough. I mean, I mean that they've been they have been identified as bad apples now. And actually, to be fair, Kalasnats would be the bad. So you're right, Russ. Yes, definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, he be he is exactly who you want at the door, right? Okay. Exactly. And I would I would actually after the party's finished, I would just keep him on in that role if we don't manage to get rid of him in the transfer well, window. Well, say, yeah. He might, he might have mm. a sort of a, 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 another another paycheck somewhere that he might might have to cash in instead. But, uh, if we can, if 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 it's rumored and it's true that we're going to get ten or twelve million for him, plus add-ons, that's that's, that's amazing. I mean, Edu, 
would be the new Dom, 100%. Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, I, I mean, we got we got Kalazanac for free. Um, and I know. I'm, well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to slag the guy because actually... Um, no, no, it's just, it's just not been good enough. We've been talking about that. We we use that word again, don't we? Limited. And he's, I mean, I, I think, I don't think, it, you know, he's one that necessarily fits fits into the system. He certainly hasn't got the the ball skill I think required to play that, play at that higher tempo and and to be yeah. that that provider down the wings, you know. But um, he's always been a great servant to the club, great servant to Özil, you know. Um, and I, I mean, like you know, like I say, we got him on a free. Um, apparently, he's on about a hundred grand a week. If 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 we if we're getting the, the sort of fee that we're rumoured to be getting, then uh, I'm all in for that one. All in for that. Definitely, yeah. And uh, like Winston said, Cola and um, Papa. There's bouncers, yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, Cola, Papa and Cola, Cola and Papa. Sounds like a bit of a. I don't know, you can make a business out of that. They yeah. could. There's some sort of restaurant. Mm. Where, Papa you know. Cola. Yeah, Papa Cola Pizza. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? Why not? You know, they, they yeah, well, 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 um, Ann and David Louise have got a restaurant together, haven't they? Yes, they have. That's I, right. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, they could do open up their own one. Like um, Lucas Podolsi's got, got his pad, uh, kebab shops, hasn't he? So Lucas Podolski <laughs> kebab shops. Is this a real thing? Is it? Or no, just... that's true. That's true. He's got a chain Maybe. of kebab shops. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love. So I, I, Papa, not Papa Cola kebabs. That. Sorry. Not got, not got a bad word to say about that guy, Podolski. No, no. I, <laughs> he's a good lad. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move it on because um, you've actually uh, 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 quite. Um, seed quite nicely into that so who's the life and soul of your arsenal party who is it uh, I, I, I think it it's gonna have to say just the same answer as um before well definitely two honorable mentions of two i've already said yeah. ray parlor and carnu yeah i think i just think carnu he's always smiling wouldn't he uh, Eberway, Eberway, who he would be. I am Eberway. He would, he would come in and do, uh, jump, jump up and do the splits like he did when he came out of the tunnel that time. Um, <laughs> yes, right. Uh, you know Eberway. Definitely, uh, I think. Uh, and Carnu, I just think he would be just, uh, just really happy all the time. I think. I'd, I'd really like, I, I love Carney. Um, who else would be the life and soul? Um, for the wrong reasons, uh, Emery, because of the way you'd just be standing around trying to do small talk and everyone would just be laughing at him. Well, hang on. You, uh, you hang on to that. Just hang on to that one for a second, mate. Hang on to that one. Mm. All right, hang on to that one. <laughs> Russ, has, Russ, has, Russ has put, who's bringing the birds? <laughs> <laughs> Who's bringing the birds? That's interesting. Um, that's a, it's got to be Giroud, isn't it? That's another one that would be like uh, Lord went. Bentner as well. Lord Bentner. Oh, yes. Um, yes, true. Uh, 
Yeah, I have to, have to think about it. who's who's like the young and single type. I've got to be one that a really cool younger single oh, unattached multi millionaires. Um, who was the lad that? Oh my god, he oh he did a brilliant interview um, not that long ago. Uh, Dutch guy, um, Dutch lad, uh, never quite made it um, because he was just going out all the time glenn helder oh glenn helder oh yeah with a soul glow hair yeah glenn yeah, helder he... the birds. <laughs> well he's uh he's he's a stand-up comedian and uh yeah and he's done something else a stand-up comedian and he's the, a dj he or he does some sort of initiative in 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 holland for that, that essentially is kind of uh encouraging kids to kind of sort of stay focused and stay on the straight and narrow i think you know I, it does it definitely does some sort of educational initiative i'm sure of it he's a, big, a big big um personality yes he's a really yeah. nice guy and he, really he nice did guy. essentially say you know the reason i didn't make it at arsenal is because i just wanted to go out all the time you know and, and like a couple of people had a word with me and said you know you really should kind of Focus. It was like, like you know, there was all the. He was saying like all the other guys were like all family men and um and but you know after the match on Saturday, I just wanted to go out, you know. Yeah. Also, I mean, God, it, it, the first the first person really that would bring all the babes are is Thierry Henry as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the coolest guy out there, and and Bobby Perez probably. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Louis Williams restaurant is called Babo. Thanks, Winston. Tony Adams went out with Caprice. Is that that was right? I remember that. I wonder what happened. What, 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 what she's so up to? They could bring That's a few a really more. 90s reference, isn't it? Caprice. 90s, that is. Madonna <laughs> Air. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And Danny oh, Bear. Danny Bear. Uh, I don't know about Danny Bear, but I know that Donna Air. She married into the Aspinall um, family, who are like the cider family. Like, the what? The, the people that make cider. No, that's Aspinalls. No, Aspinalls. <laughs> that's <laughs> I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know any cider outside of Somerset, mate. Sorry, mate. Don't know it. Sorry. Don't know it. If any Somerset, you're drinking, is it? Um, <laughs> what are you at? Oh, right. Oh, you're on the Sweden, are you? Copperberg. Oh, you're on the Sweden, are you? Okay. Right, okay. in Sweden. If it, if it ain't brewed with a dead rat, mate, I ain't interested. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I've completely forgotten what I was talking about now. Um, uh, uh, Caprice, I think, wasn't it? Caprice. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, Donna Air. No, she, um, she married... Uh, Damien Aspinall, who is, they've got, they've got like a safari park uh, somewhere. Um, they're like landed gentry, basically. So I think right. she's been all right since the days of Biker Grove. I think she's. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, she's all right. Uh, I mean, let's not yeah. worry. Don't worry. There's no need to put out a crowdfunder for it just yet. I, I think she'd be okay. Yeah. So. So I think we'll be all right for the ladies. So what's the next category? Yes, indeed. Oh, the, so the next category was so after the party. Uh, uh, so who's the party bore? The 
party ball? Who's the party ball? Who's the one that's just boring the pants off everyone? Well, that's a tough one because, ah, uh, in fact, to say it's a tough one for me, it probably wouldn't be. I, that, the one person you've got to say you'd have nothing, nothing really in common with, or apart from the fact that he plays for, or technically plays for Arsenal at the moment, it'd probably be someone like Gwen Doozy or something like that because he would just be into. It just be, you know, it's Snapchat and all that stuff, and you know, into yeah, I, I just think he would be so boring. I don't think he'd have anything interesting to say. Um, dull, but because he would have nothing in common, you know, and I just think he would be irritating, really irritating. Um, but mind you, I, I think there's a lot of candidates to know, mate. There are a lot yeah. of candidates. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I, I have to say... I can see you somewhat myself. Go on. Sorry, I, I was going to say, um, like, I mean, even just in the squad alone, all right, I look at Granite Jacker's face, and I, I, <laughs> I can't imagine having a decent, an interesting conversation with that man. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's clearly very focused on his football, and See, the, the, the only thing about that is that he, he, you could talk about his... Because he's a, he's got so many more years of playing under his belt. Yeah. You could talk about the players he's played with and and True. the managers he's worked with and the ins True. and outs of the clubs he's played for. So that you, you can get some conversation out of him. But because <laughs> someone like Guendouzi hasn't got that background yeah. in, in terms of play, longevity of playing career, I don't think you get that from him either. So there's been a couple of excellent shouts in the comments here. Tony yeah. um, has said it's Socrates. He doesn't even smile, does he? He can't smile. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good I, shout, Tony. Yeah. And Ozil with his Minecraft is rough. <laughs> I know you, Socrates. I know. The, who would be? Who do you reckon would be the dealer on the night? That yeah. Oh, um, uh, see, I actually think that would be Wendy. <laughs> actually, that's a really good point. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be bringing in. He'd be bringing in the gas. He'd be bringing in the nitrous oxide. Yeah, <laughs> he'd, he'd bring in the Charlie. He'd, he'd let everyone know. Charlie and pills, wouldn't he? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, he, he he would he would absolutely make sure, like like every bad drug dealer ever, that everyone knew. <laughs> he would uh, he would yeah, Merce as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about Merce. I reckon he'd just be on the lager. I don't know if he'd have anything else, would he? Uh, uh, yeah, he would be a good time, good time boy. Lacazette. Oh. Oh, that's a good shout. A really good shout. Like I said, yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Yeah, I think either of those two would be quite good. Because they they'll be lording it up. They'd just just be throwing bags of it around because like, they've got so much money, wouldn't they? And oh yes, Lacker, of course. He yeah, Lacker would be posting it on Snapchat, wouldn't he? Or Instagram yeah. or whatever. <laughs> exactly. And like yeah. a, you know, he, 
the laughing gas, I mean, Aubameyang would be inhaling that all night and just be doing his laugh all the time. (laughs) 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 All all night, he just wouldn't stop doing that, would he? Uh, It's very infectious, I I have to say. It's got got shades of uh, um, Eddie Murphy from Beverly Hills Cop. You know, oh yeah, but it's like a, a few octaves higher, but definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going to bring you on to the last of the. Um, so, who is the most? Uh, well, I suppose actually, this is a. It, can I just say, if this is the last one, yeah, can you, uh, everyone that's watching, if you want to chuck a few more in there. Yeah. Um, whilst we're answering this one, yeah, yes, that's a that'd good be idea. great. That's a good idea. Oh, actually, have I, have I have I done? No, I don't think I have. I don't think I've done this one. So, uh, who is the most wasted person at the party? Uh, 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 they're the one like you go to parties and like they're the person that is like naught to sixty in seconds, and they're all over the show. They're, you know, knocking shit over, falling into the DJ, <laughs> knocking knocking the food on the floor, all that stuff. Um, who's that? Well, Mercer's got to be out right up there. And, um, uh, yeah, obviously in Ray as well, like Russ has said. Mm. Um, trying to th- I reckon would someone like – someone really – you don't look if you look at him, you think that you'd be the last person to go out on a night out and to a party, uh, not able to handle their drink. That's the thing. And I, yes. someone like Alex Hleb, <laughs> it probably, I reckon, like, I reckon, like a pint, and Alex Hleb would just be swaying everywhere. In fact, you reckon he's like with his bandy legs, and uh, <laughs> yeah, like two pints, and he's anyone's, you know, to, you know, I, I reckon he'd be that sort of type. Um, I'm just trying to trying to remember who it was. Oh yes, I do. I do remember. I think I know. I think I know who this is. I think I know. I think it's got to be. It's going to be David Hillier. Is who it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you aware? Do you know the story about the suitcase? The story about what? Sorry. Oh God, this is a fucking amazing story. Um, uh, so um, David Hellier, uh, I don't know how he ended up in this situation, but he was drunk at an airport uh, and ended up basically stealing some businessman's suitcase, <laughs> which had lots of valuable stuff in it. <laughs> I, I don't know I, I, if I... I wish I could recount the ins and the outs of the story. It was a long time ago that I read it, but he, he got nicked for it. He got in trouble for it. But uh, he ended up, he was drunk and at an airport for some reason or another. And, um, yeah, and he he uh, knew that this suitcase wasn't his and ended up stealing this suitcase, or it might have been a briefcase, something like that. I had quite expensive <laughs> shit in it and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and they just ended up getting nicked for it. Like, you know, I wasn't going to talk about it. Didn't even get out of the airport, I don't think. Quality. Um, but um, I, I, I think, you know, a wild card like that, <laughs> like Killia. That would be great, yeah. Good shout. <laughs> yeah. Good shout. And, uh, yeah, 
Perry Groves would be another good one. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I um, can see him getting smashed. Um, uh, Willock could be a lightweight, says Tony. Um, Saka, oh, yeah, he'd be a, that's a, I think he would as well. Emery can't handle like, drinking, says yeah. Carrie. He'd be pissed off to one. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, mind you, I mean, he'd be knocking back... On. Emery would be knocking back the Bloody Marys, wouldn't he? Because it looks like blood. Yeah, it would be funny to see Andre Arshavin pissed. That's an absolutely great show. Who's bringing the birthday cake, says Russ Morgan. Um, I'm going to answer that one quickly. Because he comes from Amsterdam, I'm going to get Dennis Bergkamp to bring the birthday cake. (laughs) On the ferry, yeah? Uh, yeah, on the ferry, of course. Yeah, unless he unless he can uh, get one of those pedalos or something. But yeah, hovercraft would be quicker. <laughs> yes. Oh God, I. Oh, do you know what? No, I wouldn't even go there. I've got a terrible joke about hovercraft. But um, go on, not, then. Go I, on. I, I, you can't I, say. I you obviously can't say something like that and then not say I think, it. Well, I think I've ruined it already. Not only that, I can't really remember it. So. Maybe oh, don't then. If you get the engine wrong, it's nothing worse. Oh, that was that was an interesting twenty seconds, wasn't it? <laughs> no, go on, you've got to do it. Go on. <laughs> no, oh, oh God, I oh no, I've forgotten it. I've completely forgotten. Okay. It. Sorry, I'm really sorry. Have we um, got any more categories? Uh, uh, think. Right, we've got a top table. Like you have it. Say it's like a, a wedding type yeah. thing you've got the top table. table yeah you've got the bride and groom i know it's not a wedding but the bride and groom then the parents the two dads so so let's six. say let's got, just say six you've got six at the top table six, mate rule of six who's going to be at the top? more than six anyway now <laughs> uh so these are the people that you'd want to have so on you your take, table you take one you take one you take one space you've got five more to choose from yeah are you you're doing it as well right? yeah i'll do it yeah for sure yeah my first one i mean i've there's only one person i just want to sit and talk to for hours and that's arson i just yeah. i could just talk to that man for hours agreed, on it agreed 100 uh number two um uh number two for the stories again because of the behind the scenes and it's got to be ken fryer he's been at the club for 70 years Mm. he's not i mean he's been there since the days of herbert chapman for crying out loud yeah yeah, so what he hasn't seen is not worth knowing so he's got to have so many stories so yeah i'd I'd have to have him uh as well and a hundred percent carrie well i mean i'm actually quite angry with myself carrie that i didn't think of him straight away arteta hundred percent yeah i'd want to chat to arteta um and then, I, I appreciate, of course, we, we, we're doing live or dead, aren't we? We agreed that earlier. Yeah. David Rowcastle, yeah, well, my favourite. Yeah. David Rowcastle and 
it, because they'll they'll bump off each other so well. Ian Wright. I was going to have writing. <laughs> you can have the same. That's all right. right, yeah, right. Well, I'm going to try and keep it as different as I can. <laughs> Three. I've only had five, actually, I think, haven't I? Finger, Ken Fryer, Arteta. Yeah, Rocky Wrighty. And... Um, I'll hold on to my last one and just because well, I don't want to waste it. Be, so you carry on with yours. Law, mate. You'd be breaking the law anyway, mate. You're only allowed six, six of you together. Oh, You're of course, I'm the six. Yes, that's right. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> You'd be breaking the law, mate. You wouldn't, no I problem. wouldn't want you to get into any trouble. No, 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 that's fine. The last thing I ever want to do is get on your bad side, Captain Chuck. <laughs> I don't sure I have a bad side. <laughs> no, the same here. Same here. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, I'm going to do right. Okay. Uh, so I'm sorry, but I, I have to go with the prof as well. Um, you, you can't not, can you, really? Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so secondly, I'm going to go with my namesake, Mr. Herbert Chapman. Um, I've no idea what sort of a man he was really and i think i'd like to you know i'd like to find out a little bit about the man you know that that really was the first guy to take us to proper glory you know he's a um, revolutionist yeah absolutely yeah. yeah so uh we've gone with uh yeah okay um i've been so i'm, I'm sorry but i i need to have right as well um i've never met um ian wright but I no, just me neither. Oh, I know I, I had a sort of because he used to drive past the hotel I used to work in. Okay. Pretty much every two or three days, and if I was out there at the right time, I would see him quite often and shout to him, and he'd wave back at me. But I haven't st stood there and been able to talk to him. But uh, I've been in his acquaintance, shall we say, a few times. He's just—he's just the boy, isn't he? I, I love mm. him. You know, he—he is—he is the essence of everything Arsenal. You know, he really yeah. is quite a great ambassador for the club. Absolutely, so, yeah. So, uh, where, where have I gone? I've gone, Mr. Mr. Wenger, Mr. Chapman, and actually, just hearing some conversations between those guys would be pretty decent. Uh, so, I've gone with Wrighty. Um, now, I love—I love attacking football. I used to play as an attacker um myself now i've been sort of umming and ahhing about about which one i want to choose because like my, you know my two sort of favorite Ar arsenal players of all time are dennis and thierry um and i, I think i i'm i think thierry's just going to edge it just because he's got that charisma and i just do you know what I mean? I think he'd make you like when, when, when relaying a story or chatting to you. He's, I just feel like he's the sort of person that would bring you in to that story. Um, yeah. Right. So I haven't really had. I haven't really had a chance to think about the fifth one. So I'm going to see if I can pluck one from the top of my head. I mean, uh, we've got some good. Uh, good. Whilst you have a quick think, I'm just going to go through a couple of these comments. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, nine to five, Winston. Uh, I'll mention that one about. It'd be great to see Andre Arshavin pissed. 
Um, Who would be the most interesting person you would most like to talk to? I think we answered that one with, um, or I did, uh, I think you did as well, really, about uh, Mr. Monsieur Wenger. Arteta must be there as well, says Carrie. Uh, Lee Dixon is a good storyteller as well, she says. Uh, that's true. However, if you don't listen to the Handbrake Off podcast that's uh, you know, by The Athletic, um, he's on there pretty much most episodes, and he is a good storyteller, and he's an intelligent man. But I, th- I think he's a very closed-minded man. <laughs> I think very single-minded. I think if you... He's got his thoughts on something, and I don't think he will budge from them whatsoever. I think he would not be quite open in conversation, shall we say, not open to listening to your opinions. I think he would say, no, no, that's not right. You do it like this. I think he'd be a bit like that, and I think after a little while, I'll get a little bit pissed off with him. Um, And that's only my my opinion, the way he comes across on that podcast. Russ Morgan, that's a good shout. Says, just get the Tuesday club together. <laughs> really good. I mean, uh, again, can you imagine the tales they must have. So, yes, carry on. Number five. Oh, right. Okay, number five. Um, uh, I bottled this a little bit because I've had a, I've had to think about a few of them. But um, I think number five, I am going to go with Emmanuel Abue. Um <laughs> I just love him. Yeah. Like oh, no. he, he is just like my kind of person. He is a, just a real. He's a real live wire. You know what I mean? I those I of you think... who can I just butt in just one second. I do apologise, but those of you yeah. who were been listening throughout the whole show, he's someone we can talk about a little bit in the, the special show we've got planned coming up as well. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Sure thing. Um, yeah, like he's he's a real live wire, but he was always very frank, very earnest, like not just in what he said, but what he did on the pitch as well, you know. Um mm. and I just I just love him for that. Like he has a, a just such a little such a spirit about him. That I, I I think he I I'd want him on the you know I thought I I needed to grab someone out of somewhere that wasn't quite so generic as the ones that I picked and I just think I would love to have a buoy there I you know great show yeah yeah so I think five I was thinking um, of someone foreign so you get some you know some different stories from different countries and, and so on as well. I mean, obviously we've got Wenger and uh, who's there. I don't know whether I had any other foreigners, did I? Lena. Oh yeah. Arteta as well. Um, but yeah, I was thinking of maybe Jens Lehmann or someone like that as yeah. well. Just for, yeah. just, you know, just to dig a bit deeper. And I think he'd be a really quite interesting, complex person as well. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. very, I have to dig a bit deeper because he, he is a a bit of a madman, you know, as well. And I think there's obviously something in there that's going to be really interesting, I reckon. But uh, I don't know. Martin Keown is very single-minded. Said Ross, hundred percent. Yeah, Bobby Perez. Doesn't he be, seem um, to have, Doesn't Keown seem to have? Um, I don't know what it is with football 
football pundits. But they seem to have this kind of like it happened with Lawrenson as well. Like they oh, just seem to be drawn to this kind of constant yeah. stream of negativity. And, and I think Kieran's really, really falling into that. Uh where 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 it's and I you know, partly it's because I, I can I get it because like I think that they're so tapped into okay like i know my role as analyst and i know it well that 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 they forget that as well as being an analyst because you're on the telly you actually sort of need to be a bit more a bit entertaining as well that, and that, like, you know what exactly and I, that's why i love michael richards as a, yeah. As yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I, yeah i think he's so infectious isn't he yeah he's, he obviously <laughs> he knows the sport yeah he's down totally down to earth and he it, it just his laugh is infectious. So he, he literally listening to his laugh makes me want to laugh, and, he, and I love that. It's great. And, and if you want, if yeah, you ever want a chalk uh, like a real chalk and cheese match as well, like when you've got Richards and Roy Keane next to each yeah. other. <laughs> really I mean, funny. I mean, the difference, but the difference is, I think, with Roy Keane is that, like you know, he has that kind of dourness to him but that it's still quite entertaining but you know um i think i was just gonna say with the likes of lawrence and uh and keon it just sounds more and more like a like a moan like an extended moan you know do you know what i think that a lot of the companies that that show football um matches I think we should move away from being fixated on getting ex-players as as the pundits and yeah. the co-commentators because there's so many really good, knowledgeable um, people out there that never played the game professionally, but you know, people like um, that are fantastic analysts. Like you, a lot of a lot of the people that work for you know the Athletic, for example, like Amy yeah. Lawrence. I could listen yeah. to her all day. She's great. Yeah. And such a massively in-depth knowledge on football, you know, people like Michael Cox who mm. write, you know, and and a lot of the guests that are on things like the Totally Football Show, don't you ever listen to that, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I just think that there are so many guests on that are really entertaining and, and so intelligent, you know, about football. Uh, they do such a better job than a lot of these ex-footballers who are just stuck up their own ass most of the time. Well, I think it's, uh, it's about like, um, you know, it's a very popular game and everybody is going to have a take in it, take on it. So if you've, you know, I think the more diverse the takes that you have, the, the, the richer your experience is going to be when it, when it comes yeah. to kind of like understanding or, or analysing the game, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I thought it'd be so much more interesting if they, alongside the the presenter of the program, then you've got an annex player, and yeah. then you've got someone else like you know, I don't know, like a like a Michael Cox or someone. You know, what I'd love on on uh, sitting on telly is that is Clive, <laughs> Clive Palmer oh, from the oh, Arsenal Vision podcast. We all love Clive, right? Absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, I love the way he's, he's, his passion for the, for the game. 
and his voice is just incredible, isn't it? It's funny. I, um, I, I, um, I was thinking about the Arsenal Vision podcast guys as uh, like body parts the other day. So you've got. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, as we as we all do, it's not exactly uncommon, <laughs> is it? I mean, so you've got. Oh, We've got Paul, who is who is uh, Paul Paz, who is like the funny bone, if you like the humorous. Uh, you've got um, uh, Clive. Uh, sorry, you've got Tim, who is who is like the brain. You've got Clive, who is the heart, and Elliot, who is obviously the mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I like. I like. I mean, Elliot. Oh, I, I, I know he's. This yeah, I know. I know. I know Elliot's. Um, just quickly, I know Elliot's that. I don't know. Presume, I presume he's he's Marmite. I don't know, I, but I love. I really like Elliot. I think he's got a really good sense of humor. Oh, Elliot! Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually the way. I don't agree with. I agree with most, nearly everything, really that Clive says. I don't agree with maybe a half of what Elliot says, but he, he's got. He's always puts his point down very, very well. Um, he's he, he knows well. more about the game than you think, and. Uh, and I think he's quite entertaining. Anyway, I think they do a great job on that podcast. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So here's a question. Here's a question that's coming from Carrie Tannen. Would you let AFTV into your party? I wouldn't. Mm. Let, I mean, they just they'd be able to interview people out on the front lawn, wouldn't they? They what? No, let people just just be out the front interviewing people on the concourse, <laughs> on concourse, or out the front garden. Yeah. That's fine. Do let them do what they want. <laughs> who would who would miss the party? Says Russ. Uh, I think. Um, Stan or Josh Cronky? They're absent, <laughs> aren't they? Good shout. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Winston said this, uh, Pear Mertesacker could be a great conversation with him. I did think of Pear Mertesacker when I said about Lehman as well, because he's, um, I need to read his book. I think his book's got really good reviews, actually, Pear Mertesacker. And he's a really intelligent guy, isn't he? And um, yeah, he's got a really interesting story backstory so i think yeah. he would be a good a good one to talk to because can you imagine the the quality players he's played with through the years as well for club and country um over 100 caps and yeah be a big good one uh have we got any other ones would you would you, would you invite AFTV? sorry you haven't you you answer the AFTV question oh would i let AFTV into the party um <sighs> Oh, no, not really. I, I, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I don't find most of the characters uh, on that channel. I don't find most of them very conducive, really. Um, I've, never the, wa I've never watched it. Mm. I, I have seen, I have seen a few of them. I, I'm not going to lie. But, uh, I mean, I mean, the one, the one person that absolutely should never should never be allowed in um is is lee gunner isn't it because he is the, the the most awful i mean i is think he, uh, all of you gooners are gonna have to are probably going to agree with this but he, like he like what what is the point 
of just going in there and saying how crap no point. we supposedly support are. I mean, 24/7. I don't like, even want to give him any airtime, to be honest. I'm sorry, but I don't want to give him any... absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I think that's about it. I've got another comment from Russ saying John Jensen would miss it. He missed everything else. <laughs> I was at the game when he. Um, no, I wasn't actually at the game. Sorry, no, I completely turned a lie there. I was at the next game after he scored because he scored against QPR, I think. And I got a T-shirt. That was it. I'm getting confused now myself. I'm getting a bit senile in my old age. I'm sure I was there because I've got the T-shirt that said I saw John Jensen score. <laughs> I'm sure I was there. Yeah, I'm, I've got. I think I'm getting a bit uh, demented, uh, but yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Bless him. He he would actually be a, quite an interesting one to add there and chat to as well because they. What must have been going through his mind week after week after week? <laughs> we bought him on the back of that long range goal we scored for Denmark, and he tried his ass off, didn't he? And he, he looks like a character out of the Fast Show or yeah. something. Didn't yeah. he? And, again, you know, well, again, an interesting Barnet, I will say. Oh, very much so. He looked like the stereotypical scouser, didn't he? He's <laughs> yeah. with the as well. Oh, he can't, he can't, he can't. <laughs> <So> yeah, he... <laughs> interesting. Oh, Anders Limpar as well. I'd love to Anders Limpar. Oh, oh. I'm not so sure he'd be bursting with personality or anything, but I just, I'd love that bloke. I don't know where I got to him from, but I think it must have just been a Scandinavian connection with John Jensen, maybe it came into my head. Oh, absolutely. But anyway, so we've been going for what? One hour, 42 minutes. I think we'll just uh, start wrapping it up then, shall we? I think All right, my friend. Yeah, really not? enjoy, c- considering we had no <laughs> no material whatsoever. I literally, really literally that's the single thing. I, I wrote, I, I literally wrote, Seven words. I'm just going to think of one last quick fire category. Uh, Who would be who would be the first person that would throw up in the fireplace? Oh, Russ said, said, who would you First person to throw up in the fireplace would be, let's go with, oh, it would, uh, look, look, I'm really, I I don't know if this is in poor taste, but I think it probably, if he was still struggling, I think it probably would be Tony Adams, wouldn't it? It probably would be Tony. Yeah, you can see him doing that. Yeah, I can see him throwing up definitely all over the place. He wouldn't wouldn't be proud of it. He wouldn't be proud. In fact, he'd be really upset, actually, I think. I Um, think Russ has answered Ray Parler for near enough everything, isn't you, Russ? But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) actually, I can see see Perry Groves barfing up as well all over the place. True, Um, true. Mm. Oh no, I know who it would be. It would be Sanchez's dog. Or dogs. 
and delicate palates would not have would not have um dealt very well with it sanchez is dogs yeah i'm going with that one i think sanchez would be the first one on to tinkle the old ivories as well wouldn't he yeah of course da -da 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 -da. hey little um and last one who would you give the bumps to said ross i i, I think well, it's who, who, be who, who, i could just see his little smiling face venga as he's being thrown in no, here i think who would give you the bumps you oh, yes. sorry i've misread that i haven't got my reading glasses on who would you um how many are we say four so one on each limb are we um definitely not soul Campbell. he probably throw me through he's literally throw me into the roof wouldn't he like the ceiling and <laughs> smash my nose uh be so strong um santi cazola um he'd be laughing Cesc Fabric Cesc fabricas um everywhere again yes and <laughs> Um, Quincy Awusu Bay. <laughs> would he be, be spitting some sick things whilst he did it? He'd well? be, he'd be spitting some sick bars whilst he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, many are poison. No, many of what's that? Don't get that one. Um, what's, what's, do you know what I, I mean? Might have been a reference to the dogs, perhaps. I don't know. Oh, yes, or, of course. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, 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 who knows? Now, if it was Sol Campbell and Patrick Vieira, Russ, uh, literally, they think they'll just they'll throw you so hard because they're so big and strong. Literally, yeah. you'd hit the ceiling and quite get probably and they do risk of injury. Yeah. Okay, well. I'm saying thank you ever so much for joining us, everyone. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah, they would go injured. Ramsey, Eduardo, <laughs> or Diab. Definitely. They would get injured doing it. Yeah, 100%, Russ. Uh, thanks ever so much for everyone that's yeah. been joining in. Um, oh, thanks. James has just jumped in. Thank you, James. Please watch it back. Can everyone give us a like before you uh, on your way yeah. out of the little thumbs up chat please yeah. yeah give us a like and just you know share it around that'd be really appreciated me to get this the viewership up and stop this great channel and in, in my opinion from being such a, a well-kept secret on youtube um, now as i said earlier any any latecomers i'm really happy to say that uh chappers is the yeah. new sort of permanent co-host of the channel so i think we can all agree that that's a, a really good boost for us and um you know it's going to be great going forward and it'd be great to share ideas moving forward if anyone else has got any ideas of shows they want us to do any themes just get involved anyone down. is welcome anyone is welcome to come and join us on the panel on the show as well just drop me your chappers a dm on yeah. twitter and just say 
hey, well, I'd like to come on one day. And all welcome. I swear, anyone from around the world, um, gooners across the gooniverse, just come on. You know, this is a channel. It's a very easygoing channel. We like to have a bit of fun. As you can tell, we're very different to everyone else. And <laughs> we like to have different you. ideas. Tony Taylor wants two hours about hair, and I'm totally down for that. Ironically, okay. ironically, my, my barnet has been terrible tonight. And, um, you know, I think actually what we need to do, first of all, is, is start having a look at what I can do with this barnet. I'm, in the I'm really well, jealous. Like, I mean, I I might just start just leaving every, everything. I mean, the just let everything grow wild. Right, well, and, it's, you know, you're just keeping it secret. That's all you're doing. I mean, I've just got a receding hairline. That was the one. I just thought, no, if I, and I've just had, I've just shaved it off for years now. So, but my hair goes a little bit wavy when it gets long, and I hated it when I was younger. Hated it. Took me ages to do anything with it, but no, Tony, well, uh, Tony said mention Chambers is flowing locks. I, I think he looked wicked. He looks like a Viking. Tony, like Tony mentioned that he looked like a sort of full-size Tyrion Lannister, which I thought was about right. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> that's a very good point, actually. Yeah, um, <laughs> Russ, if you ever have need me on, let me know. Honestly, send me a DM, Russ, and we'll get it arranged. You can come on any time you like. Same goes for all of you. Tony, I know you've been on before as well. Um, 95 Winston, thank you ever so much for come, uh, for joining us again. Really appreciate it. I know that you're always in the uh, the chat box, and you're more than welcome to come on any time as well. James, you were on last week. Fantastic to get you back on. I, I come early, sadly. That's why I'm single, he said. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Andrew. Take care. Thanks, Chappers. Russ, thank you ever so much. Much appreciated. Happy birthday. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, James, as well. And everyone else, I just want to make sure I'm not missing anyone. Carrie Tannen, and thank you ever so much for joining us yeah. as well. Really yes, appreciate man. all of you. Give us a like on your way out, as I say, and share it around with your friends. There's always, after every show, an audio version for people that ain't got time to sit there and watch the video. Um, there's an audio version of each show that goes out on all of the main platforms or like Spotify, Apple podcasts, etc., etc., etc. And give us a, a review on there as well. Cause the same as the likes on YouTube, the reviews bump you up the ratings and rankings and get you noticed yeah. by people. And that's just the aim of the game. From now on, just try and get a bit more of a viewership and listenership. That would be really helpful because we Let's don't do charge it. nothing, do we? Nothing. We don't charge you nothing. And it costs me about 500 quid a year minimum just to host the channel and everything like that. So just to give me a little bit back in terms um, of likes and reviews and sharing. That would be fantastic. And all I want to do is be able to just, to just get one more pair of sunglasses. That's all I want. You know, well, you ain't going to get it from this show. You ain't going to win nothing. <laughs> so you have to go and oh, buy it yourself. Who knows, mate? Who knows? Hey, you know, know. aim high. That's what I'm saying. We might get we might get sponsorship on Manscaped. It's happening. It's happening. Mate. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, thank you ever so much, and we will see you again next week. But we are going to organise. A, like I said, a, an extra one-off show 
you know, where we can be a bit more serious just for once. But I think it's very important because uh, something that's close to both of our hearts, and I'm sure a hell of a lot more uh, you out there that are listening on listening to and watching this, which is um, mental health, anxiety, suffering with that in this day and age more than ever. Um, and we're going to come back with a special show to talk about that and open up a little bit in the next few days. So keep posted. Uh, hit the notification button on the YouTube channel and you'll always be notified when we go live. Okay. So thanks ever so much and I will speak to you. Hey, man. Are we out? We still Hang on. No, not yet. <laughs> thanks again for listening and thanks for all your birthday wishes on twitter uh really means a lot to me as a little extra birthday gift i'm leaving you with the song that i was talking about on the show wasted by hybrid minds i really hope you like it See you next week. Arteta in his first season becomes the first player to not only captain, but now manage Arsenal to an FA Cup victory. I want to tell you what I talk to the lads about every day. What it means to be part of our family. Be listening, bro. Yeah, man. A strong family. That's, that's mine. <laughs> First, there is the non-negotiables. Respect. Humility. Belief. And it's okay to get angry. To raise our voices. As long as it comes from the right place. And even though family can hurt us like nobody else, remember, they are the ones who raise us up. When people come to our house, try to divide us because they know our family and what our shirt means. What else for life? What else for life? Let them know we can't be divided. best in the league. Come on. Come on. And it will take all of us together. Because we know where we belong. So when the challenges come, you will tell them. This is family. This is family. This is family. This is family. This is Arsenal.